We are holding uh, still the first parak of of Sharish Mitzvah Satfila. We're going today. We're going to finish the first parak and hopefully enter into the second uh, parak. We were discussing the idea of really the difference between eloka and elokus, right? That we were struck with this issue of shem kel bechesed, shem elokim begvura, right? That was our issue that we've been dealing with. And uh, what we essentially, what we essentially uh, came up with is today is the twelfth. Okay, what we essentially came up with is that there is a distinction between whether we're talking about uh, the actual sphera itself, even though Atzilus we know is one with Hashem, you cannot call the sphera of, of Atzilus Hashem, right? And we brought up the whole idea of Kadmo Aheder, that there was a time when this did not exist. <coughs> In the Eibishter, there is no such thing as a time when Hashem did not exist. Okay? So he says like this, V'yesh v'zeharichas dvarim, Right, we got into a whole tangent last time with regards to the word arech as opposed to reichev and aimek. Um, so he says like that. That was a complete tangent. So he says like this: v'yesh arichas dvarim. So there is an, ex- an extended amount of things. Lahatim hanimshel lamaila, in order to give a little bit of an idea about the nimshel lamaila, aval nisbar b'makom acher, but it's explained elsewhere. Yeah. So he says like this. So now, this is what it means as we're explaining the spheres above. Then that's the key point, right? That even though, on the one hand, we're not calling the spheres by the name a nivra, right? The spheres of Atsilis, you cannot say about it that it was a nivra, that it was a mamisha creation. Because as we said already a number of times, that the spheres of Atzilus are completely one, right, with Hashem. Right? That's the idea over there. Right? However, on the other hand, you cannot say about the spheres, as a you know, conclusion to this point, that, that the sphere is the Bayre, is the Creator. That for sure is not the case. So if that's the case, how is it possible for anyone to think that when we say Shem Kel, right, it's referring to the sphere of Chesed. Everyone knows that when a person is in Cheder, for example, and they are saying, okay, the Shem Kel, for example, in Davening, or Shem Elohim in Davening, how do you teach it? You teach it as God, right? That's how you teach it. So you cannot say that it is now the idea of, we are on page 230, we are about uh, 15 lines, 20 lines down from the top of the page, first word in lines, Enam Atmos, right? So you cannot say that Shem Kale means Chesed. It cannot be the sphere of Chesed, of Atzilus. It has to be God. The Imkain because if that were the case that you'd say that the shame kale is chesed of Atzilus, so then you cannot be calling it by the concept of the Creator. So now, 
So for sure, the kavana in the names above al habayrim mamish is for sure on the Creator. V'kagon, for example, shem shechina nikra balashana kabbalah nukva Like we say about the shechina, when we talk about it in the words of kabbalah, we say that it's the Indian of nukva Now nukva don't get confused. What it means here is malchus. Okay. What's confusing is that when you say nukva you might think that it, we're talking only about malchus of the the parts of, of Zoh, but that's not the case. What we're talking about here is just Malchus, right? But a lot of times in Kabbalah, that's how it is entitled, okay? Now, this word should say Eloka. It should not say Elokus, right? That also we say that Atzmus Eloka, namely Hashem himself, Nikra Shechina, right? We say that, that God also is entitled Shechina. Right? Hold on one second. What? Just don't cross it out. It's right above it. Eloka. Right. So we see Kamaim Razal, like the famous word from uh, the Gemara, Akol Asara, right? The Shechina Sharia, right? Like we say, right? We say on every 10 people, the Shechina is Sharia, is dwelling. And right, the famous question that's brought in Tanya, Vishal Amin Rabban Gamliel, right? The heretic asked to Rabban Gamliel, Kama Shechinta Yistachu. How many Shekhinahs do you have then? If on every 10 people, the Shekhinah is dwelling. Right? And what happened? We know that Rabbi Gamliel answered him the whole muscle of the light of the sun. Right? That the sun is in this house and in that house and the other house and the palace and the garbage heap and the, and the mall and the, and the green and whatever. So how many sons do you have? Right? That was the muscle. You could take a look over there in Tanya. For further explanation. So we see from this that, yeah, so if that's the case, it's understood that in this answer, that it's talking about the or and the gilu of the ains of mamish. And we say the famous words in Kabbalah that we constantly are bringing up, that the or is similar to the, the one from which it's coming. So when we say the or of Hashem, it's similar to, it's, 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 it's similar to the Hashem himself. So clearly when we say Shechina, it doesn't mean a particular Svira, right? So on the one hand, we're saying that the Shem Shechina in the Lashon Kabbalah is sometimes is identified as Malchus of Atzilus. Right? On the other hand, we say the Shechina is God. Right? And when we're talking about it in reference to Hashem Himself, so it cannot be talking about a Mida of Atzilus. So we have a, a bit of a, a, of a, uh, a quagmire, maybe you could say. What are we doing here? Right? What we have here is a situation where clearly... You cannot be saying that when we talk about in davening, for example, and we're talking about these names, that it's talking about a particular sphere. And so therefore, that's why it says, And this is the reason why the Baal Shem Tov commanded, Not to learn the books of Kabbalah. Because someone, who is not capable of enclosing 
these ideas from their Gashmias, namely, and it doesn't mean here Gashmias like this table is Gashmias. It means a Magushim Dika way of thinking. Right? Mizgashim Ma'od. He's going to become Magushim Ma'od. Right? Through this learning, he's going to become completely confused. And he's going to mix up the whole thing. That he's going to put a tziur. What's a tziur? An image, yeah. An Hashem, himself. Now obviously we're not, we don't mean here by tziur that he's going to you know, build a, uh, a statue or something like that. That's not what we're talking about. Chas v'shalom, chas v'chalila. Right? He's going to picture it in his mind. That's right. And he's going to be inc- incorrect in his, in his whole approach. Because he's going to think, Shem Kale is, is Chesed, Shem Elokim is Gevura, Shechina is Malchus, right? In other words, he's going to be imagining in his mind and he's going to be conjugating up in, in his head, right? These ideas which are totally false. Because at the end of the day, they are not Elokah. Belefi Midas Prati. So that's the Tzir that he's going to have according to Midas Prati. So <clears throat> at this stage of the game, we're totally, you know, dismissing this whole idea. But then, the Tzano said it comes along with a kicker in the last line of this paragraph. What's the kicker? And even though, on the other hand, what we have to say is that the words of the Arizal are in fact to be believed and they are true. And that as it explains in the, in the books of Kabbalah, that Shechina is the concept of Malchus, you cannot say that that is a completely false, unsubstantiated claim. In fact, it's true. It is Malchus. And we have to say in truth that Shem Kale is Bechasid. Shem Elokim is Begvura. So, with the last line, the Samosetic throws us into a whole confusion here. We just spent an entire parak basically showing how uh, you're making a mistake. When you say shame kale, that it's chesed, it's not chesed. It's, a, it's Hashem. On the other hand, now we're saying, wait a minute, no, th- there is a concept that it is chesed. So we have to really fully understand what exactly is flying over here. Is it chesed or is it not chesed? So what we have to see is we have to go to Paragimel. That's what we see from this. That we are in a state of a, a bit of confusion here. Right? As to what's going on. Because clearly we have to say that the shame Kale is talking about the Boire, the Abishter himself. That goes without saying. On the other hand, when you say it's the Bayre, we're talking about the infinite being, that there was no Kadma ahead there. There was never a time that he was absent from. On the other hand, we're saying, no, we're talking about a concept of limitation. Chesed is Chesed, and it's not Gvura, by definition. And Gvura is Gvura, not Chesed. The concept is as follows. The Okay, so what are we talking about here? So what we're talking about here 
now we get introduced to a concept. What is the concept? That what we're referring to is a ha'ayra, ha'aras habayre yizbarach. Now, what does ha'aras habayre mean? When you say ha'aras habayre, right, ha'mislabesh v'mispashet v'hasviras kenoida that the Oreinsov is shining and is malubish in the spheros. Okay, so there's a few important words here that we have to bring up. The first word that I want to point your attention to is ha'ara. The second word that I want to point your attention to is mislabish. Okay? These two words are, in a certain sense, synonymous when they're used in their absolute meaning of the words. When we're talking about the real meaning of these words, you could interchange them. There is a difference between what we're going to see as the etzim of something and the ha'ara of that thing. Otherwise, in the language of the uh, Hasidis, we call it Gilui and Etzim. Please write this down because it's going to come up a lot. Gilui and Etzim. That's what our is. Gilui and Etzim. Okay? One second. I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Gilui and Etzim. Gilui and Etzim are two opposites that are constantly being referred to throughout Hasidic literature. Okay, what is the difference? So etzim is generally translated as the essence of something. But I'm not, that, that's not really a great definition. It's better than well, other definitions, but it's not the greatest definition because we really don't have, uh, so to speak, handles to understand what exactly does that mean, that it's the essence of something. So Rabbi Paltiel in his shirim, gives a very, very great uh, description of the distinction between gilui and etzim. Okay. Etzim is something that is in relationship with itself. Please write it down. Nelson, you have a pencil? Vakasha. Please write. No, you have paper? You have some paper? Someone has a notebook? Someone has paper for him? Please take notes. Okay, so the idea of something in relationship with itself is me in relationship, for example, with myself, the way I understand myself. Now, let me ask you a question. The way I understand myself, will you ever be able to understand me the way I understand me? What about if I write a memoirs that are a million pages long? Will you be able to understand me then? No, absolutely not. Because the way I understand myself, I can never transmit to you. Now, what I can transmit to you, and we're going to call this gilui, right, gilui, is going to be something that is a, so to speak, a step down from the way I understand myself. So, for example, if I want to explain myself to you, right, I'm going to have to put it into words, a certain idea, in a way that you're going to be able to understand it, right? But it's going to be have to, I'm going to have to limit myself 
in terms of my description of whatever aspect of myself that I want to explain, in order that you should be able to understand it. So Gilui essentially has three rules to it. Number one, rule number one of Gilui, is that there is a Zulus, that there is someone that you're giving the Gilui over to, there's someone else. Rule number two, who is dictating the relationship here? The giver or the receiver? Well, you had a 50% chance of getting it right. The receiver is going to be the one that's establishing the relationship. Why? If I were to give this class in Japanese, and I might be able to give an incredible class in Japanese, right? Is that going to be a gilui to you? Is it going to be a gilui to you? Are you going to be able to understand it? Are you going to be, is it going to be revealed? Gilui literally means to reveal, right? Is it going to be a gilui to you? Yes or no? Absolutely not. You don't understand Japanese. But I'm telling you, it's the best shear in the whole world. It's the, you can't even imagine how amazing this shear is. But it's not gilui. Because you, what? Right, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So who's di dictating the relationship? The makabal is dictating the relationship. So number one, there's a makabal. Number two, the one who is dictating the relationship has to be the makabal. So if I were to give a, let's say that Einstein, let's go back to our examples of Einstein, right? If Einstein was to give a physics shear to a bunch of ninth graders, the way he would, the way he understands it, would any of the ninth graders understand what's flying? Absolutely not. He has to recognize who is in the audience. Is it ninth grader? What? Exactly. The ninth grader is in the audience and not a freshman in college. Or not a person who's doing a PhD program at, you know, at Princeton, where he was, right? Or someone who's a colleague who's been studying for the last 40 years physics. So the way Einstein's going to speak to each of those four different characters is going to be very different. So who's di dictating the relationship? The macabre. And therefore, that brings us to law number three. What's law number three? There has to be a tzimtzum on the part of the mashpia. There has to be a limitation on the part of the giver. So he has to limit himself. Are you guys following? So three rules in terms of Gilui. Number one, there is a makabal. Number two, Michal, you have this whole thing? Number two, that the makabal is dictating the relationship. Number three. What? The makabal is Gilui. means to reveal. It's a verb. Right? So... Mekabal is going to be dictating the relationship. Number three, that there has to be a limitation, a tzimtzum on the part of the mashpia. Everyone with me in this, all these things? Now, let's say this whole thing is a definition of what gilui is. So what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is etzim. If I am understanding myself, do I care that there's a mekabal? Yes or no? Not at all. Who cares? And therefore, if I don't care that there's a makabal, right? If I don't care that there's a makabal, do I have to rely on the relationship of what the makabal could understand? No. And therefore, do I have to limit myself? No. So the traditional explanation of the difference in terms of mashalim in, in Hasidus between etzim and gilui is a teacher-student is which one? Gilui or etzim? Think for a second. Gilui. Gilui, good. 
that the marshal of Gilui is teacher to a student, i.e., the teacher has in mind the level of the student. First of all, there, there's a student there. That's number one, rule number one. Number two, that there, the student is going to be, depending on how much the student understands, that's how much he's going to be able to give. Number three, therefore, the teacher is going to have to limit himself to explain the idea to the student. If I'm teaching mathematics to a five-year-old, I have to do it in a different way. I have to say, okay, here's one pencil, here's another pencil. So how many pencils do we have? We had one, we had another. Oh, we have two. Okay, let's do the same thing. Here's one candy, here's another candy. Oh, two. Okay, so now let's just use this. If we had it with pencils, we had it with candy. What about if we have it with apples? Oh, look at that. It works for the apples. Okay, that's to the five-year-old. I don't have to do that to a 15-year-old or a 25-year-old or a 35-year-old, right? Everyone's with me? The traditional example, Marshall, of Etzim is the sun. In terms of the way the sun shines. Does the sun care if it's shining in the palace or in a garbage heap? No. The sun could care less. The sun is doing its own thing. It doesn't even really care if it's shining. No. It just is what it is. And therefore, it could care less if there's a macabre. It's certainly not changing based on whether it's going into a garbage heap or a palace or my room or your room or wherever it's shining. And therefore, there's no limitation on the part of the sun. The sun is just doing its thing. The sun is just being. It happens to be that the light shines out from the sun. But it's not that the sun wants to make the light shine out, you know, and give, uh, you know, Los Angeles, you know, a certain amount of light, and New York, a different type of light. The macabre is the macabre. And therefore, if there's clouds in the sky or there's no clouds in the sky, does it matter to the sun? Yes or no? Could care less. If a person is learning for himself in a zal, for example, in a base medrash, does he care that someone else is there and happens to be listening to everything that he's saying? Yes or no? Could care less. Because he's learning for himself. Masha'enkin, a teacher. Now, with that in mind, let's go back to the sentence. <clears throat> now, the, the real word ha'ara is different than the word or. Throughout Hasidism, sometimes they confuse them. Not confuse them, I mean, they do it on purpose, but... Uh, they're sometimes interchangeable. But the actual definition of Ha'ara has the last name as Rabbi Paltiel. It's the same thing with Rabbi Paltiel's explanation. Ha'ara Sagilui. Ha'ara really in the, in the absolute sense of the way that word works is connected to the word Gilui. Ha'ara Sagilui. That's the phrase. Whereas Or is Me'ein Ha'ma'or. The Or is Similar to, main means similar to, the ma'or, the illuminator. And therefore, when you have this phrase, <laughs> Now, what does mislabish mean? In clothes. So who is defining the relationship? In this case, the, the clothes. Right? He's mislabish, he's enclothes in clothing himself within whatever the keli is. What? 
Not that he's the giver is not is defining the relationship. The keli is defining the relationship, right? In other words, if if the light is going into chesed or the light is going into gevura, depending on the size of the keli, let's 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 not even use that example. Let's use the example of of literally a physical example. If I have a pitcher of water or I have a shot cup of water. Who is going to define how much water is going in? The cup. The water is not defining it. The cup is defining it. Right? So mislabish is one, generally speaking, whenever you see mislabish in Hasidus. Now, of course, sometimes it doesn't work out exactly this rule. But 90% of the time, when you see the word mislabish, you're thinking in terms of gilui. You're thinking in terms of ha'ara. So now what we're saying is, going back to what we say, I'm sorry, on the level of ha'aras ha'bayre, yizbarach, mamish. The ray from the bayre. Ha'mislabish v'mispashis b'sviras, which is enclosed within the spheres, kenoide she'orein so baruchu meir v'melubash b'svirosav, that the orein sav is in fact shining into the spheres. What's being expressed. Like we said, he and his causations are one. Now, what does it mean he and his causations are one? That the ihu is the light of the Eibishter himself. That the light of Hashem is being misyached, is being one with that. Now, having said that whole description of the light that's going in, he then goes on to say, Right? On the other hand, we have what we're saying is the light that's going in is not something else. In other words, if you put water into a cup, it doesn't mean that you're putting tar into the cup. It's still the water that's going into the cup. So the ore, even though it is being limited, right? Nevertheless, it's still the ore. And the ore is main, the more. In other words, if I walk into a room and I see like it looks like red, the whole room looks red, what do I know about then? What do I immediately realize? There must be a red light bulb. Because the ore that's coming out is just an expression of the light bulb from which it's coming. So if I walk into a room and it's blue, all of a sudden I know, oh, there must be a blue light bulb in here. I don't have to go and look for it. I realize, I know it automatically. So despite the fact that the ore is limited, i.e. the light that's going into Atsilas, is mislabish into the keli of Atsilas, is mislabish into the keli of chesed, or the keli of gvura. Nevertheless, it's still the ore that's me'in amor. With me? Good? Good? Not really. Okay, where did I lose you? Um, are we differentiating, differentiating between... 
it being the or itself. Well, what does misyachid mean? Being one. It's united, right? So it's united with the keli, right? But the, at the end of the day, the ore that's going in, where is that ore coming from? From the boira, from the creator, right? So that ore is, is me'ena mo'or. Ah, you're going to tell me that it's one with the keli of Atsilus? You're right, it's one with the keli of Atsilus. But it's still the ore is me'ena mo'or. It's an infinite light, so to speak, that's going in. Let's go further. Let's read a little further. And therefore, and that's how you come, you could possibly say one of the names of the names that we said before. Like Shem Kale Bechesed. Even though when we say Shem Kale, our desire is to be expressing the Creator Himself, the Bayre Oilam, the Creator of the world. Nevertheless, that the truth is, and this is the way it is, that for sure our intention is the creator of the of the world, the way it is shining, the way he is shining in his midah of chesed. The way it's shining into the midah of gvura. Or his gvura. Or the shame uh, shechina is the way he is shining in the way of the midah of malchus. So what we're saying is here, it's the way it's melubish in chesed or melubish in gvura, etc., etc. So when we, what we're saying is the difference between, let's say, a chesed and a chasid. When we say about this person, wow, he's a real gibor. We're describing a certain attribute of him. But when we're saying gibor, we're not talking about a particular uh, attribute. We're talking about the person, that he's a gibor. Or he's a chassid. You understand what I'm saying? But it's what? It's, it's the person or the, or the attribute? It's the person. He's a, uh, I don't know how to say Gibor, like a strong person, but it doesn't sound right in English. He's a, he's a, uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a wise, he's, he's, he's a wise one. Right? We're describing a Chacham, not Chachma. You see the difference between the two? A Chacham is the person. It's the way he is being expressed as being wise. Does that mean that he automatically is not also a, ches, a, a, a you know, uh, has the midah of chesed or the midah of gvura or all these other things? No. But the way we're describing is that he is a chacham. But we're not saying that, we're saying that chachma. Chachma is the attribute of, of wisdom. Chacham is the person who is wise. You seeing the difference between the two? So this is now where we're going with this for the time being, right? This is where we're going with this. So when we say Shem Kale, right now, the way we're describing it is not Chas V'Shalem Chesed V'Atzilus. 
We're not saying that that's chesed of Atzilus because Kadmo had there. Because there was a time there was no chesed of Atzilus. And you cannot be saying about Shem Kale that we're talking about a particular attribute that is a creation. However, what we are saying now is what? Is the way the Abishter as he is. However, the Abishter is expressing himself in a way of chesed. So when we're saying chacham, we're not saying that that is the attribute of wisdom. We're saying this is a person. That person is expressing, is illuminated with or as a person of wisdom. But it's never, we're not making the mistake to say that a chacham is chachma. A chacham is a person, not an attribute. You see the difference? Are you with me? Not like all it could be that he's other things also, but right now we're talking about him in, in terms of his strengths of wisdom. Good? Clear? Okay, let's stop here for today. Seder?